You're listening to locally produced programming created in KUNV Studios on public radio, KUNV 91.5. The following is a paid program sponsored by Crawford Management Group and Smart Time Consultants. Please be advised that the voices and opinions you hear do not represent the views of 91.5 Jazz and More, the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. Hi, my name is Leah Crawford. And I'm Rhonda Nolan. And you're listening to the Let's Talk with Leah and Rhonda show. For all the beautiful entrepreneurs out there, this is for you. Good morning, Las Vegas. Happy Saturday. Miss Leah, how are you doing today? You want to know a happy Veterans Day. So happy thank Veterans you to all Day. the veterans That's out right. there. Because today, even though we observed it yesterday, thank you for the day off. <laughs> but, you know, thank you for your service. Armed Forces, you know, that's that's heavy Fam- on the families, on yes. the members. You know, so thank you. Thank you very much for your service. Um, today we have somebody. Well, we had two guests today, but... Um, Talking to entrepreneurs, because I know as an entrepreneur, we don't know what we don't know. And being an entrepreneur is baptism by fire. Because you, as you're learning, right, you you realize I didn't know that. And you make a whole lot of mistakes. And some of them are costly mistakes. But you keep on going because you are the entrepreneur. And you had that passion. But Rhonda, um, Stacy Escalani. So I know we met her when we brought Phyllis James on. Actually, we she did. was our first contact with the office and it was a lot of coordination because I was sitting there I was like well who is this Phyllis James that we got to go through these people her people (laughs) to talk to her right she had people she had people (laughs) you know but and and everybody was amazing so met Stacy and Stacy was giving us a little bit about her background and I was just like I want to talk to her one day after we get through the conference and stuff like that. So, Stacy, welcome to the show. Thank welcome, you. Welcome. I was so happy when you guys reached out. Me? I, yeah, no, yes, because when you have, you 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 make power, like good people better. Does that make sense? Yeah, and working honestly with Phyllis James, it's a dream. I love it. And I'm so happy. I, I, I love being in the background and being the one to push my clients out there. Yeah, because y'all didn't know Stacy was here in the studio when we um, talked to Phyllis, when we um, yes. interviewed Phyllis. Mm-hmm. Stacy and Marshonda. Hi, Marshonda, if you're out there listening. Hi, um, Yeah, hi, Marshonda. But you know, they were in the background. They didn't say anything. They were very professional. But, but Phyllis carried that interview. Mm-hmm. She did. So, Stacy, tell us about what you do. So my background, I've been in Las Vegas since 1997, and I came here because I was a reporter at Channel 3. At the time, it was KVBC, general assignment reporter. So I was all over the place. I got to cover the Olympics in Salt Lake, um, big cases, all different things. And Vegas was small then. <laughs> yeah, Vegas, it was. In 1997, Vegas wasn't, you know, it was a little town. I think yeah. it ended at Decatur or something. Yeah. Went in, right. 2.15 and go around. 2.15, right. It probably went from one, st- okay, right. Yeah. Uh-huh. So to give my age, I was 25, and I thought I was going to die a news reporter, right? Well, life is what happens when you're making other plans. And long story short, I ended up getting cancer, Mm. and I had two young children, and uh, six months old and two years old. So I never thought that I would be a business owner, but when I went back to start reporting again, I just realized that I wanted to be there for my kids. 
And I'm one of those people, I didn't have a business plan. I just, I love what I do and I love getting people in the spotlight. I love telling stories. And so I started, I learned how to create my own business, kind of baptism by fire that way. And my whole thing was to get other people in the spotlight. And because I know what it takes to get in the media, it was just kind of a natural thing for me to do. A lot of, a lot of reporters say, oh, you went to the dark side into PR, but um, I, I absolutely love it. And I can... I represent everyone from healthcare to hospitality to small business owners. And essentially what I do is I help get their story in the spotlight. Help get their story in the spotlight. And I guess that's a talent, I mean, all by itself, because when you, I know for me, I've shot away from it. So you don't want to be in the spotlight. No, I want to now, but first years of my business, I just shied away from it because I didn't understand what that meant. Mm -hmm. I knew Mm -hmm. I needed, because I was word of mouth. My business grew by word of mouth. Good service, good service, good service. Never really on camera, print me, any of that. So, but it is beneficial though. Absolutely. I mean, what I do is it's um, public relations, it's editorial coverage. And so it's different than an advertisement because you can just pay to say, you can buy an ad, right? And say, I'm the greatest business out there. World's greatest, right? Yes. (laughs) Right. But the thing about public relations is it's a third party endorsement when you're able to get on the front page of the business section of the RJ, that something that is you know, huge. Yes. Yes. So I, an example is one of my clients was nothing bunk cakes. Okay. And I can't just say, Oh, do a story on their cakes. They're going to laugh. But we did something about women business owners and right. how they started. And I, it's finding that hook and that peg that makes it a news story, right. Versus a commercial. And, um, it's not like people rushed in the door after they got into the RJ. Um, but what happened was they were above the fold, a picture, and someone had saw their story. And he was a business person going through Las Vegas. And this was when we had we didn't have digital papers then. And they said they couldn't believe how they found this person because they were in the newspaper. So it's not always about getting a new customer. It could be a new your connection. Correct. A new connection. An investor. An investor. Anything. Yes. Somebody with a plan that can have a vision to see, well, maybe you don't need to be this little store. Maybe you need to be a little bit bigger than that. And I know how to make that happen. Right. Yeah. But so, it started off with, okay, they, them trusting you to say, Let's put this story and get it in RJ. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then things start to unfold. I love it. And so for business owners, <clears throat> whether you're for-profit or non-profit, on some of your programs and campaigns, you absolutely need public relations. And this is where Stacy comes in. Because especially for you nonprofits, if you're doing that good work out there in the community and you have different programs and campaigns going on, you want the media to talk about that. You you want to be in print. You want to be in digital. So you would hire a person like Miss Stacy, and she would make it happen for you. And believe it or not, she will work with you on pricing. Absolutely. I've worked with so many nonprofits. And what I love to do, one of my, I think, specialties is putting a nonprofit with a for-profit and then you find that synergy and how it works. And it just, it really, it really um, can catapult your business. And um, yeah, I, I absolutely love what I do. I never thought I would be an entrepreneur. Uh, and I love helping. I, I just get so excited. It's like when I used to get a good interview, but now when I get my clients in the spotlight, you know, like, you know, we go back to Phyllis James. Her story is incredible. Her I said, story is incredible. You need to tell your story. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't know. You know I push her. Right. I, you know, talk about how you got where you where you are. No, her story is absolutely, yeah. absolutely amazing. And you get 
and I mean, you just get drawn in by her story. And it's like, oh, my oh, my God, you did this. You did that. Mm -hmm. You've lived all over the country. Wow. And now you want to do something else. But you yeah, it just makes it more engaging. Yeah. And And you connected with her. Yes. Oh, yeah. Bill, I connected with her through Women's Leadership Conference. Okay. so it was it was really um, the stars aligned on that. And, um, you know, because there's too many things to do in a business. Right. Right. And sometimes marketing is the last thing that you do or you don't want to spend your money on. Right. Um, So it's 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 I will definitely work with people. And sometimes it's just a conversation and helping them understand, you know, what it's about. But I love working with nonprofits. Uh, Yeah. Got it. Got so, Stacy, tell us about your journey. Tell us about where you went to school, what you studied. Talk about some of your internships that led you up to this beautiful path. So it's so funny. <clears throat> Everyone says, wait a minute. You were a journalist, but you didn't go to journalism school. No, I grew up in Southern California. I ended up at UCLA. Mm-hmm. We didn't have journalism. So mm-hmm. I was political science. Always loved government and that. And especially when I moved to Nevada, you've got, I covered city government, county, elections, everything. So um, I had that background, but I did a lot of in the field work through college. I did the radio station. I worked at the radio station at UCLA. I worked at a cable station in El Segundo. um, And then I worked at the television station, ABC in LA. And I just meant, I, I went around with reporters and I learned. And then I went to a small market went to Medford, Oregon, had to shoot my own stuff, (laughs) write it, everything. It's not glamorous at all. It's not glamorous. (laughs) But you learned a lot. Uh huh. You You learned a lot. I did. And, you know, covering fires in the middle of the night because I'm on call and I'm, you know, traipsing through the fields. But yes, it weeds out who really wants to do it. And then I was saying, I'm not going to the East Coast. I'm not going to the South. I want to stay on the West Coast. And I said, Las Vegas or Fresno. That's where, that's my target. And I was hired here, um, on Elvis's birthday. Wow. Oh, wow. And my boss at the time said, you will never forget when you were asked to come to Las Vegas. You and will never forget that. I love it. And and Las Vegas in those days, too, everything had a Las Vegas connection, right? Some of the stories. And I got to go live on MSNBC, LA, um, other markets, because everyone wants the live shot from Las, Las Vegas. Vegas. Right. Yeah. And you were a live shot from yeah. Las Vegas. Got it. So... That's kind of my... That's wonderful. And then you just ran a marathon. I did. <laughs> you just ran a marathon. So you're doing all this fabulous stuff, and then you get to go to New York to run a marathon. Yeah. Well, and I, I did it for charity with my daughter. Okay. She just turned... Well, she's 18, and so she could run it. And, and so we raised $2,500 each okay. for melanoma, which is what I had when nice. I was younger. And so, yeah, we went, and um, that's how you get in, because people say, how do you get in? It's very hard to get in. But we raised money, and then we ran it, and she did not carry me over the finish line <laughs> physically, but she said, she she's faster than I am, and she said, Mom, I have the rest of my life to run my pace. We f- we started this together. I want to finish it with you. Oh, my God. That was nice. Oh, my God. She you hopped out at mile 25. I was running, and she hopped out. And it gives me goosebumps. And um, I got goosebumps. I, right. I was I was not in it mentally. I was like, oh, I want this done. But my daughter, you know, I'm, I'm all about Family. elevating her mm-hmm. and trying to be a good example for her. So she just, she made me so proud. That's wonderful. Well, congratulations. So, Stacey, how will we get in contact with you? How can I get in contact uh, with you? My website and yes. uh, What's your email website? me. So that is, <clears throat> well, I can share that information. Yeah. 
So if you'd like to reach out to Stacy and talk to her about doing some public relations for your business or nonprofit, she can be contacted at 702-466-7029. That is 702-466-7029. And yes, how do you spell her first and last name? She's Stacy with an E. Yes, she is. S-T-A-C-E-Y, last name, E-S-C-A-L-A-N-T-E, Escalante. Escalante. I like it. I, I do. I love her name. <laughs> I, love, I love it because I said, I was like, oh, I love it. And I'm a Latina. People don't. My really? dad was, yes, Mexican, Native are, American. But, okay. but my mom was not. And so, yeah, I'm Escalante. Hablo Español. También. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> See, she just, she just went Como off for you. Right. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Hola, so, I'm if stuck. you have a Spanish-speaking business and you're listening to us, on 91.5 Jazz and More, Stacy can help you as well. Yes, I can. She speaks both languages. I love both it. Language. And if you want to come, you know, go online and see what she looks like first, you can go online and visit her at HTTPS semicolon backslash backslash S-T-A-C-E-Y-E. S C A L A N T E dot com. Stacy Escalante. That's a long, dot com. Just, name. Here you go. Just just Google it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. Speak It'll it. Pop you know, up. put you know the voice thing because I'm learning how to do that too. Mm-hmm. You hit the voice thing. Say Stacy Escalante. Yes. And then watch it come up. It'll there you go. Up. Right. It, it's it, it'll a beautiful pop up. thing. It'll but pop yes, up. she has price points for all organizations and all businesses. So don't be afraid to give her a call and let her know what you're trying to do and let her contact put together a uh, uh, a campaign for you. Yes. Mm-hmm. And real quick. I do a lot of cancer advocacy as a survivor, so I always love when cancer, people who've been affected by cancer, you can reach out for me about that as well. Fantastic. I appreciate that. I appreciate Mm -hmm. that. Well, we all, all three of us, because Miss Reporter over here, we're going to talk to Mr. Ricketts. You know, Mr. Ricketts is back in the studio with us. You know, last time he was here, he basically told us we we needed fire plans. Fire escape plans. Absolutely. Because you only got two minutes to get out the house. You got it. Two, and not minutes. ten. Yeah. Not ten. Nope. And I told you that my feet didn't even hit the floor yet. So y'all, right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, so, welcome to the show. Wait, Thank Mr. Ricketts, how are you? I'm great. Great. Thank you for having me on this Veterans Day. Yes. I appreciate it. Yes, yes. Talk to us. Okay, so lvfires.com. lvfires.com. We talked last time about, you know, just going on there and answering the questions. Yeah. Talk to us about these fires. The holiday season is coming. All right. You know, we got fried turkeys about to be made. We yes. got lights about to be put up. We People got, have I mean, Christmas trees up already. Mm-hmm. People, the store is fully. I'm, I'm like, they just, <laughs> y'all skipped y'all skip Halloween and Thanksgiving. <laughs> they went straight to Christmas. We went straight to Christmas. Yeah. Oh, boy. We went straight to Christmas. The day after Halloween, the first home fire safety evaluation that I did, they already had their Christmas lights up. Wow. Christmas tree and everything. And the first thing that I noticed walking up to the front door is they didn't have the right type of extension cords outside. Think mm. about it. People will put up the cheap white, blue, uh, white, brown, and green extension cords for outdoor use. Mm-hmm. What if it rains? You have to think about the weather. You have to use weather type, weather approved extension cords for outside. So, do you think it. we don't think about that here because we don't um, have? I mean, a lot. Rain I mean, and snow. We don't have seasons. We don't have seasons. Yeah. I mean, we, it rained terribly this year, yeah. but that's probably the first time in some years. Yeah. But do you think that's why we just go? That, and that's get, one of the reasons. Right. But don't make it right. One thing that I notice is that people don't pay attention to what they do see on the news. Mm. Let me ask both both of you, or all three of you, 
What was the last time that you saw a fire reported on the news? Can you think of one? In Vegas? Mm-hmm. I think I saw smoke. I saw one on Facebook. Okay. And that was the town tavern. Okay. The last fire death that we had was in Henderson. This was about a month ago. Mm. It was a daytime fire, which is rare. Mm. Uh, but when we see those things on the news, we don't... we. Don't take we take them for granted. We don't pay attention to mm. it. We don't find out the cause, how it started, how many people lost their lives, how many pets lost their lives. Right. But we have over four thousand fires that are reported to fire departments every day in the US. Oh wow. Every day? Four thousand every day. So you could do the math on how many we have every year. We still lose between twenty five hundred to thirty five hundred people in home fires every year with about forty thousand pets that mm. lose their lives at home fires every oh, year. Oh wow. Yeah. So I didn't know there was a special extension cord just to be used outdoors. Where would a consumer find this? Any hardware store, Home Depot, Lowe's, Harbor Freights, probably even CVS. You just want to get a Amazon. heavy duty. Yeah. Amazon. So it's a heavy, it's a yeah, heavy, heavy duty. duty. So the way you could tell that it's heavy duty is usually if it's a round cable. If it's flat, it's probably low quality. Low, and that's it's indoor. Indoor. That's, that's indoor. indoor use. Yeah, that's, <clears throat> okay. that's easy visual. Um, but with Christmas trees, for people that have real Christmas trees, a very simple thing you could do. I learned this myself five years ago, is when you get a new Christmas tree, when you get it home, you're supposed to drill a few holes in the bottom to get through the sap. Mm. That's why they dry out. You can have that bowl full of water, but if it's sapped up at the bottom, the water can't absorb it. Mm. So that's why they dry out after a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. So what about the Christmas tree that already come with the lights? All you do is bam. <laughs> <laughs> they come with the lights. Well, you know I got those. Right? Yeah. You know I got some yeah. of those. <laughs> so whether if we have a real or a fake Christmas tree, check the bulbs. Make sure all the bulbs are in. They're in properly. Um, if you have pets, make sure pets. I see a lot of cats that will play with the cords, chew through the cords, mm-hmm. things like that. So just be aware of, of what's going on in your house. Kids as well. When I, when I was a kid, I used to love to play around the Christmas tree. Uh, just be careful of those things. You have to be aware of what's going on in your house. You weren't trained. You I was a trained. bad kid. Yeah, I, I, I can tell because in my house, you looked at the tree and you kept on walking. You stood from afar and admired it. So so let me tell you why I got into what I do. At four years old, I started our first home fire, mm-hmm. playing with matches. Wow. Um, my, mo- my father was, at the time, he was back east working. So it was me, my mother, my younger sister. My mother was downstairs finishing up dinner. Me and my sister were upstairs. I knew when my mother kept her matches. She used to smoke cigarettes back then. I had my two-year-old sister sitting behind me. We're sitting Indian-style next to the bed. Light a match, blow it out, throw it on the bed. (laughs) I remember this clear as day. As soon as I got to the third one, it ignited. (laughs) I got scared. I did the one good thing that I did. I took my two-year-old sister. I took her out of the room. I said, go into our room and wait for me. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to try to put the fire out. Right. So I went to the bathroom across the hall, got a couple of Dixie cups of water, tried to put it out. (laughs) You know how big the Dixie cups are. Oh, my God. Like three ounces. Not a whole Dixie cup, though, right? Two of them. Two of them. Two Two of them. (laughs) So on the third trip, the fire was just, it was... It was just out of control. So Mm -hmm. I got scared. I dropped the cups. I ran into our bedroom. I hid in the closet. My sister, she was already underneath underneath her covers waiting. Wow. Now kids, uh, what is it? Kids 12 and under typically will not try to exit the house in a home fire. Wow. There's not really, there's not much of a concept of death. Not because they don't have a, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Me, on top of that, I was thinking what my father's going to do to me when You're he finds out. You're going to get in out. trouble. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 I was thinking yep. about that butt whooping. Absolutely. That's what you was thinking about. Did you get one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> as long as you got one. As long, oh, as, they, as, long as you got one. Yeah. But wow. So in terms of uh, part of the education, the major part of education that I teach now is about smoke alarms. 
Now, when I did a safety class with my mother about eight years ago, when I told her how smoke alarms do and don't work in certain fires, something snapped. She understood, okay, now I understood why only one of our three smoke alarms upstairs went off that night of the fire. Because the standard smoke alarms that come standard with the house, if you read the owner's manual, they'll tell you that they'll fail up to 35% of the time in all fires. Mm-hmm. Come to find out, those types of smoke alarms are banned in Iowa, Vermont, Massachusetts, England, Australia, France, Switzerland, because there's different types of technologies and smoke alarms. They're just low quality. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So first of all, it's Christmas time, so we want to be safe. Absolutely. We want to be safe. We want to yeah. make it through the holidays. So I would, I guess if you're doing the outside stuff and you have to use an extension cord for the holiday decorations, mm-hmm. just invest in you have to. the thicker cord and have the proper wiring because what you don't want to do is, you know, your fire burn up because you put some lights outside. Yeah. I mean, It'll your house happen. burns up because you put some lights, you know, just some lights. It'll happen. And Christmas trees. And plus right now, what are we going to be doing? A lot of holiday cooking. We have Thanksgiving coming up. Mm-hmm. Right. Christmas. So make sure you have a fire extinguisher in the kitchen. Make sure you have another one in the master bedroom. And people say, well, David, why do you need one in the master and bedroom? And not in the box, right? And not, not in the box. box. <laughs> oh, boy. Not, not in the box. Right. I told him every do time you guys have one? I do. I have, but yeah. mom, mom, mom was in the box. In the box. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mom was in the box. Under, it was in the kitchen, but it was underneath the sink. So yes. that's so funny because when I lived in a condo, the person I bought the condo from had a fire extinguisher in a box in the hallway, mm-hmm. right there, so the people could get to it in case there was a fire. But it was in the box. But, no, no, it was in a clear through box that oh. you could see, oh, so you okay. could open it up and grab it in case you needed it. Okay. But uh, for some strange reason, this was a stand. This came standard inside that particular condo. But okay. you're right; we should have them almost in every other room. Just about. Think yeah. about it. A fire, especially today, a fire could double its size every thirty seconds. So let's say if you live in a two story home, let's say the fire's upstairs. I have to run downstairs to the kitchen and go get my extinguisher. Come back upstairs. How big is that fire now? There's no Got telling. It. And don't be afraid to call 911. Absolutely. I mean, I think people yes. don't want to do that yep. either, right? And I find a lot of people that don't. Really? I, I've been in so, oh, yeah. I've been in so many. If you ask people who work for insurance companies, mm-hmm. they'll find out that people have had a fire and they ask them, have they, did they call 911? No. They put it out themselves, never called the fire department. Or they're going to get in trouble or they're going to get charged. Absolutely. Or, yeah. Oh, you get charged before when you? Some, uh, sometimes, yeah. Okay. But, so but think that's about, a whole think, different think about this. Game. I find this with renters a lot. Mm-hmm. With people who rent a house, if they have a small fire, I'm going to put it out. I'm not going to call the fire department. I'll take care of the damages. I won't tell the homeowner. I've seen that as well. That is true. Yes. I, know, I, yeah. My dad was a firefighter. And one thing that I always tell people, and I am curious to hear your thoughts on this. Mm-hmm. It's not holiday related, but the dryer. Don't leave the house with the dryer on. Yep. But he always said, and he grilled that into my head and actually had a friend who they didn't clean the vent and they had a fire yep. because the dryer. But if you're not home, you're not there to know that it, it started. And what if you have pets? So the dryer, so let me, I want to understand this correctly. Right, let's let's under, roll right, this back. Here yeah. you go, unpack it. <laughs> the, the dryer, if your vent is not cleaned, could catch fire mm-hmm. and burn your house down. So it's not just the vent that you clean out before and after each use, uh-huh. but the hose on the back that should be cleaned or replaced every couple of years. Oh, really? That gets clogged up. Robert yes. De Niro, he and his, well, now ex-wife, they had a house. That's how their house fire started. Hmm. So there's a, so you're completely correct, Stacey. A few things you shouldn't run when you leave the house or go to sleep. Don't run your dishwasher. Don't run your dryer. For people that have EVs in their garage, don't charge that while you're sleeping. Don't charge your cell phones when you're sleeping. 
Really? So, yeah. in other words, do everything while you see. You weren't. Uh, that's right. You weren't here last time with me, oh, and boy. I was sitting there. I was like, look here. I'm sleeping with the phone by the bed, charged up. I'm famous for doing. I do laundry all day long. But I do I, too. I walk out the house and the dryer's going. Me too. Yeah. So I tell else? everybody, do not do, do that. not do that. Wow. But I do clean. The, well, what I do do is I do clean the vent yeah, out yeah. every time before Which load. Is good. Oh, and that's good. I do pull my dryer out maybe twice a year and clean everything behind the dryer vents and everything. Good. And I, really good. I just do that because I just for some reason OCD. this is a dusty. Uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's yeah, what it it's is. OCD. It's that's OCD. Good. That's good. It is. Yeah. That's OCD. That's but I do. But I also had a fire extinguisher. Naj, you listening to this, right? <laughs> Underneath the sink. And you're right. It keeps on getting pushed back. You're back. supposed to be finding me something real pretty to hang it on. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> That's what I said. I need, something, I need something attractive to hang it on so I can put some around the house. So they can be real cute around <laughs> so, the house. So I'll wife, put one in every room if you make it nice. So my wife, she said, you're not putting that red thing. You're not going to have it out on the, <laughs> on the wall. So I said, all right, I'll find one that goes with the decor. So I found a black one. I found a metallic one. Wow. And when I got them in, she said, nah, we ain't leaving those out. So we had to, so I, <laughs> so inside the pantry, I have the fire extinguisher and a fire blanket right there. Now, that's what I wanted to ask you too about the fire blanket because mm-hmm. thank you for contacting I mean the people that we um, mm-hmm. that we talked about last show everyone was happy but ch- we watch children make um, fire plans for their houses mm-hmm. more importantly mm-hmm. he talked about a fire blanket that's like a blanket right so if there is a fire and you can't get out because we found out some people can't get windows don't open yeah. right so if you can't get out of the house having like this bigger like a blanket size fire a, a quilt size fire blanket mm-hmm. and putting yourself under the fire blanket. you know i just learned about that you know it's a new tv show okay uh it's about fires this on tv okay. and, and the firefighters were in this in this uh, in the woods and this fire was coming strong and fast and nobody could save them they had to go under this fire blanket and let the fire pass them and then the people were coming came in and saved them yep. and i thought oh my god there's a fire blanket it's you can actually can survive Absolutely. so that's true huh that's what it was Ah, where can we where can we purchase that at? Oh, I'm so happy you asked. <laughs> so right now, so we do this every October going through February. If you go to our website lvfires.com, take the fire safety survey. Um, I will, we will get in contact with you and schedule a free in-home evaluation, and we'll give you a fire blanket. I love that. Yeah. Fabulous. I just saw an ad about uh, the fire blanket. Yep. And it's a good gift. Yes. Give us that. Give us that. Where where should we go? The website is lvfires.com. Lvfires.com. And put on that. Yep. At the very top, there's a fire safety survey. And when it asked how you heard about it, make sure you say it was. Let's talk with Lee and Rhonda. There we go. Say KUNV on the radio, anything. But let him know that you were listening to us and you are going to the website. So that he can, you know, track what's going on, on the website. But more importantly, that benefits you. Yes. Because now you yeah. can be safer mm-hmm. in your home, in your home. That's funny. People, you said something very interesting that children don't think to leave the house when they start a fire. Correct. They think I'm going to get in trouble. So they go and hide versus trying to get down the stairs and out the door and help get mom and grandma out the door mm-hmm. for a fire. So I guess that's something we should be talking to our children about at a young age. Right. So that's one thing. But also another thing you may have, you ladies may Tell have seen this play on, with on matches. the news. That's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But, don't but, play with matches. But two out of three children don't wake up to the sound of smoke alarms. Mm. Because think about it. How many times do we cook? 
when the kids are little and we're making off. bacon, they get used and to we it. we just like, do oh. one of these. Right? So they go to sleep or they're just heavy sleepers. So mm-hmm. our company, we have something that's called a bed shaker. Mm. That if the alarms go off, it shakes the bed like an earthquake. It helps wake wow. everybody up. Really? Yeah. A bed. Okay, so now you got bed shakers, pretty fire um Smoke uh-huh. and and blankets and blankets. I love it. I yeah. love it. Now, love can it. can can consumers purchase this at the website? Uh, they can. Well, when we come out for the evaluation, if you want to get something, a bed. So the bed shaker shakes when the any of the alarms in the house go off. That ain't fa- so. Even if it's a false alarm, the bed gonna shake. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because my house. Quick. Now, I'm now glad my you said house. That. I'm glad you said that. Because in my, I told you, me and my cooking skills, we getting I'm, better though. I'm so glad you said that. I'm working that. with her. When it comes to false alarms, first off, our alarms are high quality. They're American made, not made overseas. We don't have false alarms. Long story short. Nice. I will. Comp- nice. Uh, that was I that was my other thing. You know, my bed be shaking all the time. I'm just shaking. And so, typical batteries in a fire alarm last about a year. Correct. Unless right. you get the newer ones that have a 10 year, ours have a 20 year battery. Really? We're the only ones in the world with a 20 year battery. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's right. a long time. All right. Well, you yeah. are listening to the Let's Talk with Leah and Rhonda show. I am Leah Crawford. I am Rhonda Dolan. And we have two great guests in the building today. And, and, and we are being educated. Right, but no, the show is over. Oh, show's not over yet? Yes, it is. Show is over. The show is over. It's almost over. It's, it's almost, almost over. Time. It's almost that oh, time. I know. Again, fast. I know it goes <laughs> fast, especially when it's an interesting conversation. Well, yes. we want to tell you, LV fires y'all let's be safe this holiday season absolutely and let's you know get our fire safety plan in order you know we secure we got alarms on the cars alarms on our houses <laughs> but if the houses burn up we are we in them right we're in them right <laughs> pretty much pretty much so lvfires.com mr ricketts and let him come out and do that fire inspection you know whether you're in a house townhouse renting an apartment you want that plan, right? And, and more importantly, where are you going to meet? Exactly. Okay. Uh, Stacy Escalante from Escalante Media, please thank you for coming on the show thank today. You. Thank you. And and for all of our entrepreneurs out there, if you are in need of PR services, thanks so much. You've been listening to Let's Talk with Lee and Rhonda. We'll see you next Saturday. Next bye. Saturday. Bye. Bye. Bye.